one thing that I learned in secondary school is how to be a hustler. I think I have wicked tendencies, but I'm not wicked. <laughs> you're always saying bad energy stay far away, but bad huh. energy stay far away. But you're the bad energy. I dare you to lick in Kechi's pants. You guys don't know I have brain. I have brain. I got a friend now. <laughs> First of all, nobody asked. Second of all, your outfit is actually trash and we don't care. The only time the only time I'm on my knees is well that's 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 classified. Ah, uh, this is a family channel. <laughs> I hope my mother isn't listening to this podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to a very special episode. It is episode 50. It's it's actually, <laughs> We've been doing this. We've done. We said, "Hey guys, fifty times, fifty. You've heard us fifty times." Anyways, yeah, like it's our fiftieth episode. And you know, we've been giving you guys content back to back to back to back. Well, bi-weekly, but yeah, you guys know why. But yeah, this week we have a very special guest with us. If she would like to introduce herself, my name is Charlotte. Or you might know me. Well, you don't know me, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my name's Charlotte, and I go to the University of Leicester, and I study law with criminology. Oh, she gave us a formal. <laughs> Every guest that comes out, they have to tell us who they are, what's their occupation, what they mean, what's their major, everything. So yeah, guys, we have Charlotte here with us today, and today we'll be discussing something that's been, you know. A long upheaval battle, diaspora wars. <laughs> yeah, because as you guys know, Chira and I both grew up in Nigeria, born and bred. Um, Charlotte is here with us. She grew up in the UK, so we'll just be kind of some of my experience comparing them. Yeah and our opinions but before we get into today's topic, I want to talk about this because I feel like this is the episode that you need to be talked about. Davido, it was it's not even his birthday yet. Davido said all his friends should send him one million naira each. <laughs> no, because you know, no, 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 no. Because for, I'm, I'm doing something wrong. Because for you to even have the chest to want to ask your friends to send you one million, one million each. Long. So people were sending. And the thing is that like, he was acting guys. Like he was like, oh, CK, uh, this person, this person. Like he was Guy, MC Galaxy sent five. People five were like, yeah. Yeah, people are not like, is it by? Because MC Galaxy only has one song that everybody knows. Okay, okay, okay. So, how did he now make the money to send him those five million? And then, apart from the celebrities that were sending him one million each, no more like regular Nigerians were also sending him money. So, I saw on Twitter there was a woman, she sent him five, she wanted to send him 5,000 naira, but she mistakenly sent 5,000 naira twice. So, she sent him 10,000 naira. She now asked him that, please, uh, can you send me, send more me 5, a thousand? Nah. And you can now see her account balance. Like after she had sent ten thousand, her account balance is three hundred and sixty-five naira, right? So she's basically three hundred sixty-five naira is less than a pound. It's less than fifty people, you know. Those I don't know. So she sent <laughs> all the money she had. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. No, because people are. You'd be crying that God give me money. Are you sending it to a millionaire? You're mad. Literally. Everyone, nah, that pee was too funny. As far as I'm, even Otedi sends money. Do you know what he said? Don Jazzy sent him eleven thousand dollars. I feel sick because <sighs> you know, God, me, I know what to do with this money. This money that you're giving to these people who clearly don't know what to do with it. They don't need it. Me, I, I need just, it. 
I just know the person that's Davido's accounts manager at Wema Bank <laughs> having a fucking field there at the office yesterday. <laughs> they were like, Somebody look at my clients. Look at what he's doing. What are your clients doing? Small, small 5K. I got 11 million today. <laughs> Honestly, he started it on Wednesday. Today is Friday. And he has like 185 million Naira, which is like, let me quickly do the conversion. But somebody now said, thank you, Davido, for... Um, um, changing the st- stigma that you can't post your account balance on your birthday. So people are sorry, your account details on your birthday. People are gonna start posting their account details on their birthday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So for context, eight hundred and eighty-five million naira is two hundred and thirty-one thousand pounds, so almost two fifty k. He's made in two days just by asking people to send him money. Nah. Wasn't he now making a joke that people should keep sending that he needs to clear his Rolls Royce from the ports? That's what he said at first. Like he needs 100 million to clear his Rolls Royce, but he passed 100 million since he's still collecting money. <laughs> Anyhow, sure. <laughs> Sorry, I, just, I, just, I had to bring it up. Today's topic, okay. Yeah, so yeah, as I said earlier, Chile and I both grew up in Nigeria. What Charlotte grew up in the UK. So let's just discuss. How did you grow up? What do you think are the differences between how we grew up versus how? Me? Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> the thing is, I had minuscule experience of school in Nigeria as well, but I can't remember. I, I think I came here when I was seven, okay. seven or eight. But I don't know. I feel like we're just a bit less stricter than Nigeria, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Can I remember saying something about how we can talk back to teachers, talking about like how you can't speak to me like that because my mom doesn't speak to me like that. And you said something like you can't say nothing to teachers if they... Imagine me telling somebody, oh, because my mommy does not speak to me like that. You can't speak to me like that. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't go to any school. I didn't go to any school where they used to hit people. So like I never got hit, but that That's would have been punishment. Well. In fact, I would even be hit. too scared to say anything like that because you don't know That's what anybody can do. And I think... I've... No, go. I feel like, sorry, one thing though that I don't know, but I feel like you guys are smarter school-wise. My cousin came from <laughs> Nigeria to here and she, like, long division, and like, not long division, but stuff like pi, not pi, like, what's that thing that we use a calculator for? She knew the numbers, like, you guys are taught, like, you need to know everything. Yeah. The Nigerian yeah. curriculum is very rugged, like, it's very, it's very fucking rugged. I think, <laughs> also, one thing I want to add, I think the reason, like, obviously, the reason why you, I feel like it's a bit less stricter is also because, like, England has certain things in place that makes it easier and like your parents have a bit of like I don't want what's the word I mean peace of mind when you like go out mm-hmm. like England has the bus system like England is just a safer place if that makes sense like mm-hmm. in you want to go out you have to ask mommy as she's going to the office because you need the car and the driver whereas in England if I'm going out I say can I go just carry your oyster card and keep it pushing Wow. Yeah, no, yeah, I think, yeah, and also one thing which is not really similar to this point, but I was listening to a podcast, and I always, ever since I listened to that podcast, I was, I said, I said, that's the only podcast I listened to, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. And Tolly T from The Receipts was on it. And she the was talking Receipts! To- I love them. <laughs> I've been trying to get into The Receipts, but I can't lie, it's hard. Like, no, they're podcasts. so good. Getting into podcasts is so hard for me. Like I used to say that I hated podcasts because I didn't really like them. And then I started my own. So me saying I hated podcasts didn't really make any sense. But 
Yeah, anyway, so this episode, Toliti was on with, and they were kind of talking about their experiences. And Tolly was saying, like, she, because I think she lived in Nigeria for a bit and then she moved to the UK. And that's when she first realized that she was black, like in school, because, mm. like, you know, because you're surrounded by so many white people, especially because Charlotte lives in Liverpool, especially if you live somewhere like there. Uh, you're surrounded by white people all the time. The boys don't like you, you know, because Af- us Africans were a bit like, on, on average we're curvier and stuff and they don't like that they like you know they like a firm tiny pom <laughs> like your head to be long and flowing ours is short and nappy so she was like that's where she first started realizing you know that she's really black whereas I that's when I listened to that and I clocked that I didn't even start considering that I was like black until when I left in year 11 like and by then I was 15 16 like I already know who I am so it doesn't matter if mm-hmm. you know Joe and Harvey don't like me because I don't care because I know okay Femi and Lincoln like me (laughs) you guys growing up like it must have been so hard like like, honestly the saddest thing here thinking about it now was I was quite naive like I'm such a I don't I don't notice problems until like I'm out of the situation so like you said but in Liverpool I when the boys didn't like me I never thought it was because I was black I just thought oh they just didn't like me because my hair's not straight enough so I'll now go relax my hair I'll put in a ponytail so I'll be doing that thing so that it'd be shaking in the wind because <laughs> I'm thinking that's what Chloe's hair is like that's why like he doesn't like me or I'll be thinking oh is my skirt not short in? like I I didn't realize the that skirt one, was- the skirt one I felt that one on a, on a different level when you roll it up. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. And then you just be money on, and the teacher will be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna need you to roll that down for me." Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, like with the boys' fingers, like it was so sad to be fair. Because I had I had a crush on a lot, like Tom Williams, all of them. I liked them all, but they just didn't like me until so one day. I just I was like, oh, maybe it's because I'm just a bit more brown than chloe you know blonde hair blue eyes yeah and what's annoying is that chloe would not try to be tanning her skin chloe was <laughs> darker do you know what annoys me as well sorry is the fact that you you even said like you don't care if the harveys and them lot don't like you because you know that bro even them most don't like me the black ones here didn't like us either like it was it's a true. problem it's the very black boys didn't like because the boys have to here as well they want the white girls to it's peak i can't like there's no love for black girls there's no there's no love for black girls. it's a dry suspect whatever the word is <laughs> yeah no i completely especially like what Anu said i was only like obviously i was raised in Nige for the most part but like i was only in Nige boarding school for what two years and then one time my parents just said you're going <laughs> like you're out but yeah i didn't like i'm not saying i didn't know who i was but like I was a bit self-aware, but when I came to England, I'm not going to lie, it was a bit like, I don't want to say tough, but it was a bit like weird. Like, there were just certain mm. things that were happening. Like, I remember I came to school once with like, obviously, you know, you're out of DWC, you can have long hair, you can make it whatever color you like. So I came to school with purple and black okay. hair. And the purple hair, you couldn't see it till like you were in the sun. And like, I, it was like, what, like two, like four weeks into the term or whatever. And my house mistress comes up to me and she's like, yeah, you can't come back with purple hair. And I'm like, someone literally has frosty white hair. <laughs> I can't have purple hair. She and was this like, purple is looking black. Oh. This purple is looking black. It's not sharp purple. Yeah. And she was like, oh, it's only natural hair colors allowed. And I'm like, so people with blue hair, that's allowed, but I can't have purple extensions. 
Bro, there's a people where girls used to come in, dip dye their hair pink, dip dye their hair green, everything. And then you come in with one like gold, even one gold green. It's like, like, it out. The worst part is like for us, it's in. Once that hair is in, that's like, that's it for two. They think you can just go and t- wash it out. Ah! Have a headache. <laughs> I have a headache. I have a headache. <laughs> no. How long does that take yet? Uh, it would take like a day. Oh, uh, well, can you just take it out and do it back again tomorrow? Mm, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay, yeah, we yeah. for it. There were just definite differences. And I know for me, like, obviously, like Charlotte mentioned before, the Nigerian cu- curriculum is rigged. Like, it's rugged. Like, what? by the time I came to England, like, half of the shit we were doing in mass, I had already done, you know, in the GWC. So, you know, I was top of the shit, but like one thing that was like a big thing for me was like obviously not just competitive as fuck. Like I'm not even going to say I was in like top twenty of my year. Whereas in England I came and then I made top five in like first two. Yeah. Like people just didn't care about their grades. They were like, "Well, such is life." Like I go and be. <laughs> Let's keep. I, it I don't class. get that. Honestly, that surprised me. And I feel like it may not be even like black. It may not be diasporans. I feel like it's more like a white people thing, like not caring about their grades as much. Because I feel like their parents are just like, I mean, as long as you're trying your best, like if you're trying your best, it's okay. Hmm. Meanwhile, our, our parents, parents don't tell don't us stories about they carried us for nine months. And they're paying for this. And I guess in Charlotte's case, they brought you all the way to the UK. And you are now messing <laughs> I feel up. like it's more of a diaspora thing, you know. I don't think it's just white people. Because I'm not even lie. I know a couple, two, two black people who do say, like, as long as I pass. Because they were born here. And it's like, I've even fallen into some of that as well. Like, at some, it's because they... The, when I first came, there was a sense of I owe my parents. Like, I need to... Like, there's still that sense now. Like, I need to get a first class. I need to do the... But at the same time, they're also in the back of your head, just like, as long as I pass in it, like, as long as I pass in here, they're so relaxed. As long as you're doing well, as long as you're not on the streets, as long as you're doing it, they're fine. It's not even a go to school and be the best. It's go to school and finish school and pass. Like, mm-hmm. that's honestly, it. they'll be like, oh, you get a D, that's it, that's all right, that's good. But it's majority white people. Though. I've heard of my, some Oimbo parents be like, oh, um, he's trying his hardest. Like, he's just, school's yeah. just not for him. Like he's just like school's like, school's just not for him, you know. And I'm like, no, correct. Okay. So, did they have two heads? <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, and I, 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 I noticed this especially as I've been in uni and looking on social media and stuff. And it, it, I've noticed that a lot of diasporans talk about how like, oh, they just want to go back to Niger, they just want to go and build a house and settle there. And us Nigerians are trying to jump her, like, <laughs> I'm uh, just like. It's funny because nobody's really satisfied with where they are. Because I guess you're when you're here, you just feel like an alien because it's not really your country. And they, they every now and then they'll remind you, like I can never remind, remind you. you. I can never forget they the Eurozone. We're all feeling like yes. Yeah, uh, it was all fun. Like the uh, words started popping out everywhere. We're like, whoa. Yes, we were all singing. It's coming home until we come home, and now <laughs> we're hiding at home. Now we're the nah. biggest. <laughs> 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 with Nigeria like Nigeria just has so many problems us that live there were like any escape routes that's why Canada has so many Nigerian immigrants everybody is going there now because I don't understand what's happening in Canada 
everyone's just trying to i've also heard canadian visas well they're not the easiest like no visa is yeah. easy to get but I've yeah heard the canadian visa easier. is easier and if you stay there for a certain amount of time they give you a citizenship which is the goal at the end of the day yeah. great passports cannot do much for you so you need to have another one I, to every day i thank god that my green passport is not my only form of identification you because i'm being <laughs> <laughs> i will be in soup but yeah, no, I think for me, one thing I also noticed is like, obviously, like, we did have black girls towards like, yeah, and like my friend Elmina came to get 10. So, you know, I wasn't by myself for like, my Hi, Elmina. Career. yeah. Hi, Elmina. But, um, <laughs> for like one year, I was kind of by myself. And you could kind of just notice like, there were certain things that would like would fly. So, like, I remember when we we're going on holiday, they were like, yeah, just come out to Spain. It's fine. Your parents will allow you. I was like, <laughs> and this is like year nine, year ten. This is year nine. Just come out. Yeah, I wasn't even allowed to go in year ten. I wasn't allowed to go in sixth form. Like they said, stay at home. Just come out. Yeah, they just, just come out to space, honestly. <laughs> and there are certain things that just happened. Like, okay, so the way my school works, we didn't have like um, I know quite a few schools had like set exit weekends, but we didn't have that. But like if your friend was having a party or whatever, you were allowed to get like a weekend exit to go to their house or whatever. And like you had to ask your parents. Your parents had to send an email confirming, blah, blah. It was this whole shebang. And I know so many of my other friends that, like, well, my boarding friends, that, like, when they wanted to go on Exia, they just had their parents' email addresses. Like, their parents gave them their passwords, and they would just send the email themselves. So they could I'm just like, send the email themselves. I was like, I fucking wish, because Mrs. Adosia would not be... Mrs. Adosia used to always confirm, because fair enough to my mom, she never fucking trusted me. Because I was a sneaky child. Fair enough. I'll, I'll say that. But my mom would fully email. Like, I tell my mom the details. I'll be like, can you just say it's okay? My mom fully email my housemates, just like, my daughter told me she's going to social and social's house. Is this true? Because if it is not, she's not going anywhere. I was like, why do you like embarrassing me? No, my mom used to do that with like flipping, oh, like breakfast. <laughs> Tell the mother to call me. I'm like, mommy, we're, we're 15. It's not, I can't do that. <laughs> to go to Anu's house. Like, it's not like we had, me and Anu had at least been to each other's house like four times. Our parents even knew each other prior to us, like, even going to DWC to go to Anu's house. Can I go to Anu's house? Touch their ass, mommy, to call me. <laughs> oh my God. That used oh, to happen no. to me and my friend as well. I'm like, really? mommy, you've known her seven years now. She's like, no, tell her mother to call. I'm like, mommy, where am I going? Honestly, like, where am I actually going? Oi, like, it was so annoying. And do, oh my God. Did this <laughs> happened to you? You know, birthday meals. And they were like, are they paying for you? I'm like, ah, oh, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh mommy please she's like who why would they invite you out to come and not spend your own money your own money to be I fair like, like i think um for us when we were younger because honestly it's when i came to this country that i started seeing like birthday meals as a thing where you pay for yourself because yeah. i guess I, but this could also partly be because i lived in nigeria in my younger years where people's parents would still cover things for them right so now that i were mm. older maybe but like it was for me it was like how can I how can you invite me to your birthday? I'm mean, not paying. Like it's yeah. normal now because I've been here like for nearly five years now. So it's normal. But yeah, that was definitely a thing. Like that's a definitely yeah. difference. Like especially in, in Nigeria, Nigeria if you want like... to do party, you cover that's why everybody's gonna have massive weddings, you cover everybody, yeah. open bar, food, yeah. everything. Because you know that okay, even when like you were younger and people used to like to those people out there that know what Get Arena is, it's obviously been discontinued now. But that year, Get Arena, like that show was expensive, but like it was full go-karting. Sometimes they'd even pay for the food, the arcade games, they'd give you token. Like that shit was paid for. Whereas in England, it's like, yeah, can we have separate checks? Separate checks for what? 
in terms of work i think and in terms of family as well this is another difference i've noticed and i don't know if this is because i think first of all people in the uk definitely start work earlier like the working is definitely thing that they are like once they're 16 17 like once you're old enough to start working once you get your work, yeah, yeah they job. start working whereas us were coddled like it's not really like maybe you do a bit of work but it's not even so you can earn money it's more so like you can get experience like yeah and the work yeah. like in most cases the work you get is probably like you didn't have to like interview and it's probably mommy knows somebody and then yes yeah, like, like yeah just stay here just stay just stay here for the summer you know just <laughs> And then it was the kind of thing, like, literally, like, that was me was in, like, a few summers ago. Like, I worked for my uncle, but, like, it was my own, like, thing. So yeah, just I, there. I didn't, show, I didn't show up to work for a week. No one asked questions. Like, <laughs> I'd leave when I, I wanted to. Like, stuff like that. We can definitely... I feel like over here, we grew up, like, way quicker than, like, people back home. I know someone who's 17, and I swear to God, I and I was like 18 and I felt like a mom like I felt like a mother when I was there like you go home and just see the way they're treated the way like I was like you're like a baby but then here as soon as you're 16 you've got a job whether it's at a stadium whether it's at a store whether it's like a part-time job you're only getting like five pounds something but you're you've still got a job at 16 17 mm-hmm. is college you're independent that's the what they preach you're independent you're this you're this you're this so it's like here you just you always want a job especially the boys they drive most of them before they're however old they get a job they and it's just like I don't know you're forced to grow up quicker than what you want to I guess I think it's also like partly due to the fact that like obviously um the UK and the US like I don't want to say they're not like Nigeria is a very like connection-based place if that, if that makes sense like in the mm. UK and the US, you're kind of, I don't want to say you're on your ones, but like the country, like, okay, got it. So Nat, Nat is just a bit too corrupt. The way things just, you know, happen to lay out in our favor sometimes. Whereas here, you know, everybody, not everybody's treated the same, but you're like treated the same. Whether your mommy knows someone on parliament, like, so, like it doesn't help your case. Whereas if your mommy's best friend with your school principal and didn't do your homework, you don't have to go into school that day. And then just different, like, I don't want to say different ways of, like, doing things. But, like, in the U.S. and the U.K. especially, you kind of figure out very quickly that mommy and daddy's connections and mommy and daddy's money can only, like, take you so far. And the older you get, it gets a bit, like, harder to be, like, oh, can I have 200 pounds? Like, you just kind of take initiative to, like, be, like, hmm, maybe, maybe it's time to work. Like, I remember when I first came, like, and I was living on campus and everything, and I told my parents I was going to get a job. My dad was, like, why? Like, he just couldn't, like... We need to talk about that, yes. Yeah. Our parents don't even, like... When my dad hears that, like, the first time, because when I was in first, I wanted to get a job. And my dad, like, I feel like they find it insulting that you want to get a job. Because I know so many people's parents that, like, at first they were like, no, don't get a job. Or maybe they got a job in secret because, you know, it's supposed to be a good thing. But because your parents, like... My, I think they just take it as a, kind of, like, an insult because it's like you're saying that they're not taking care of you. Like, yeah. that's why you want yeah. more money. And it's just not that, like... My parents, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 go on, go on, go on. My parents didn't really mind. They were just like, they found it funny because they were just like, you know what? I guess she's taking initiative. She wants to go and work. She can, you can go and do it. What, like, they didn't 
what my dad finds rude is if I say I'll pay you back or we're we'll going somewhere I'll be like I'll pay for it then he's like are you saying I'm are you insulting me but otherwise he's <laughs> like it's like they don't they don't really care because they're just like everyone your age is working anyway if you want to go and work you go and work but they told me not to work at uni but yeah that was okay. <laughs> my parents are definitely like don't work at you I think my dad's like main concern was kind of like obviously I'm doing a very hectic major and my first job like it was in fucking Macy's and he was like I don't really understand how that's benefiting you like you're just purely doing it for the money and I'm like Yes, because I want to go out and I don't want to tap into yeah. yeah, and it's more like it's, I feel like because they feel like you're, like you're saying that you, I think it's, a, it's mainly a Nigerian parent thing because working is not really a normal thing and I think I was talking to my friend about this as well and like I think it just like like Nigeria, they do a lot of like respect, prestige, and all that. So for your dad to now be like, I don't know, some senior advocate of Nigeria, like some top lawyer, then they now hear that his son is in the UK working in KFC. Like, yeah, it's just like, like, like yeah. they don't, yeah. I, don't I know mean, definitely being in the away, as we call it, um, like, and obviously I have a really good job now, but like, it's just kind of giving me like, I just don't feel like as bad when I do like yeah. things like when there's union and I'm sleeping like I just like at this point my parents just literally pay for my tuition and my rent for my house everything else if I want something from anywhere it's my money like I just don't feel as bad like just mm. being like oh my mom sent me pocket money I want like I want to blow it three three hundred dollars on PLT now. Like I don't feel as bad, but yeah, I know it's, it's definitely a thing when you're like, oh, their dad is top lawyer, but did you hear their son was working in KFC? It's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think also like with uni as well, like a lot of people get student like basically everybody gets student loans right in the UK, and I think in America it's people plan get it as well. Um, and you're most like most people get it like whether you're getting the minimum or the maximum like you're still getting something yeah. um and they pay for your tuition whereas we don't have that luxury as international students and i felt that like sometimes you're even ashamed to say that you don't get student loans because people will be like this one is just rich 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 and i'm just yeah. like honestly if i could i would yeah i think uh, i think that was definitely a big like obviously discussion when i was coming to college because the college I'm at currently, the only like the only reason I'm here is one, the program was really good, and two, they gave me the most money for my scholarship because tuition was fucking high as shit. But um, I remember when we were talking about um student loans, and they were like, yeah, yeah, try. And then obviously, for those of you that don't know, you probably do already know, I have a blue passport, so I. Uh, you know, they know. You yeah. told them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I am a technically because I haven't lived here for seven years. I count as an international and that just America's only is even seven. The UK's only is three. I also have a red passport. Just yeah. Are you in America? <laughs> yeah, Chira is in America. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah um, they were like, you count as an international student. I'm like, how does that make any sense? Like, if I've done the citizenship, I have a social security, like, how do I count as an international student? Honestly, and now that I'm working, I'm paying taxes to the Queen. I have to stay, I have to utilize the NHS, all the services that I'm paying for. Go <laughs> well, and get your free eye test. You can't even get free eye <gasps> Bro, eye test is not free anymore, you know. 
oh, like, what do you come here? Like, what do you live primarily? I was like, oh, I live in Lagos. And they're like, oh, like, how did you get here? Like, and then the question just went to how much scholarship money did you get? I'm like, probably the same as you. And it was just kind of all yeah. questions like, it was just kind of always questions like that. And it was kind of just a bit stupid because it was like, we all pay the same school fee. So... I saw you lot paying more here. Yeah, honey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's us that's yeah. in debt after we finish this as well. You lot can just carry on. But I didn't know that people were still that brave to ask stupid questions like that. I've heard fresh off the I've heard like freshy, like you're fresh and shit like There's that. But I'm always hearing well, ah. Ah. Do you know what? I don't take af as an insult no more because that's basically me accepting that you're saying African is an insult. Fuck off. Now they're like, that's so af, okay. I'm African. <laughs> and what about it? And what about yeah. it? I kind of like, like I don't I don't want to say there's a divide, but like I'm kind of one of the only like this is the only place I've been in my life that I'm nearly one of the only Nigerians in my school. Like everywhere I've gone, there's been at least, you know, one other one other Lagosian, Abujan, Potako, you know, those ends. Mm. But like here's the only one, like and obviously quite a few friends I have, you know, they the black friends I have, they've lived here for a while. And I'll be saying something and they'll be like, you know, I just want to reconnect with the motherland, get in touch with my roots. Oh my God. <laughs> Can we stop using the word motherland? I never want to hear motherland. I've never I heard just, that. In- Oi, Americans oh, are so much. Just want to go back to the motherland. Oh, how can God. you say motherland? Don't You're, done. <laughs> You're done. You're done. You're done. Give me that plate. <laughs> and you done. know the thing is, and then for us, like internationals, people now use the word, okay, so there's the word brap. Yeah, um, which is more that. like a British thing. Hey, you wouldn't tell because what you seem to talk about you. Brap, <laughs> oh! <laughs> brap is, is basically just black British. Like it's not really an insult, but like people are like oh, all those braps. Like it's like yeah. You it's, think you wait? You thought you wait? No, I'm <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess yeah. It goes both yeah. Ways. Okay. I feel I like guess. you guys look at us and laugh at us. Sorry. Like why? <laughs> I just feel like because we do seem so like we do feel like I don't exclusive myself but I feel like <laughs> generally the diasporans we do feel a bit like like think we're better and I think a bit of it is annoyance with the fact of like you guys are so close much closer to home than mm. we are so it's like well you guys rain on our parade all the time i'm not even being funny every time we try and be happy about niger like oh nigerians are the best and you're like why are you celebrating it's why are you happy let's about? not let's get, into this. Yeah. let's get into this no <laughs> they, they, every independence day you know nobody celebrated independence day in uni this year because everyone was like if any if i see anyone dance after <laughs> what's been happening in nigeria no, I, can't can't say, like, I think that's just also yeah, I think it's just also part like part of the um sofa head mentality. I feel like people Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We like I feel like Nigerians always like certainly do that thing where it's like if you haven't lived in night, like there's a certain quota you have to fill. So if you're one of those people that as we call them the IGJBs, the I just got back. So the people that come back Christmas, summer, like people get kind of pissed off when you're like Oh, Independence Day, Night is a great country. Because us that have lived there, we know all the agbarians, like, it's just suffer. We know that shit is suffer head. And we feel like, it's that thing where it's like, because we know the struggle, we're the only ones allowed to laugh at it. It's like, 
you guys yeah. have to be like Nigeria the great country. And in a way, it's not a good thing. Like Nigerians, we like to do uh, suffering Olympics. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so I, like, I don't think it's fair though because I understand that majority. Like I do understand that Nigeria is in a like a really kind of a bad place, but most of us left at a very young age, and mm-hmm. it's like we're old enough now obviously where you can educate yourself and know what's happening but I do feel like a lot of us are clinging on to the hope that we do want to, I want to go back there one day like no, I, like that it'll go good one day but it's like anytime you want to try and be happy there's an international person reminding you there's no reason to be happy Audrey loves it Audrey <laughs> loves it she's like I don't smile about Nigeria at all she's like Nigeria is great it's great yes but it's not great right now we're suffering yeah. we're born. I'm just saying <laughs> the thing that annoys me they'll do the face the flag I hate that thing get out the face you're done honestly you're done. I, think Why? It's just like, I think it's just like I think it's cute that you guys like you know you have that hope and like you know you want to go back home and I think it's just it, it boils from the fact that you know we're closer to our culture so we don't feel the need to cling on to it whereas you guys do but I think it's like we are just like right now there's really nothing to celebrate and so it's like it's like oh i'm trying to think of an, an analogy it's I, think like, people, I think it's like the people that like are that in the you know are ways that view nigeria i think they look at it with a very like optimistic kind of view whereas mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. The people that live there is realistic for us like that's i think it's like, also because every time we try to be optimistic like something happens like and i think the analogy i just thought of is like when like celebrities go to help charity for example like they go to one orphanage they take pictures and they leave like mm. the pictures are for their social media so they can feel good about themselves but like yes okay you dropped the one box of indomie but when the box of indomie finishes like those people are back to suffering but because you've taken your pictures and you feel like you've done a good thing like like it's very temporary like you guys can be happy about it but like i think it's just like it's just it's I think yeah. As Shira said, we just we, we just have the realistic, realistic like realistic. We're realistic, almost pessimistic now because how can our this is yeah. getting a bit dark now? But how can our government like you know order this um the army to mm-hmm. kill people that are protesting and then tell us that it was photoshopped and like we're just supposed yeah, to take that and then they now say oh yeah let's celebrate like it's just. It's annoying, but I do feel like I understand. I do understand because my mom, my dad literally reads Nigerian like thingy all the time. It's just like I feel like going back to identity because we don't we don't fully feel like you belong here. Like you said, the UK, you, as much as you feel like you're here, there's something that's going to remind you one day if it's just one white person, like, where are you from? No, no, no. Where are you really from? Where you yeah, I like, hate that question, you know? And it's like, you can't, you now say Nigeria, but then you hate your, your Nigeria shit. So you can't, you don't want to feel like, ah, here's shit, Niger shit. Where am I going to go? Like, where do I fall into? So yeah. you kind of create like a, like almost like a dystopian, like, idealistic view of what yeah. nigeria could be so that's what you're hoping what kind of hoping for but yeah. it's, i get how it's annoying to use like you said when i think the government annoying. is doing all this i think it's annoying also like annie mentioned nigerians love playing suffering olympics like a classic examples on big brother one person would be like yeah you know my house you know all we used to eat is indomie some guy will now come and say ah you had indomie i just ate the seasoning packet and someone now <laughs> I just, I just had water. Like Nigerians love 
They you love know, this. No, so far here the Olympics is actually a toxic trait that we have. Like we want to show that our own suffering is deeper than the next person's own. And if you tell your story of how you became successful and there's no suffering inside, then I'm sorry. You can't. like it's the same with Big Brother. The people that win are always the people that you know. This guy's from the streets. Like you know, we can relate to him. He's and so the people that cook for the whole season, so no one can be without them. Why money scattered this year? I see. Oh, yeah. Okay. I yeah. Think and I think this one. It's kind of funny when people come, like people, Christmas, Christmas and uh, summer people, they come and they'll show their big house and they'll be like, you see, Nigeria is not all suffering. Look at that my big one. house. I'm like, your house is in Lekki. Like, <laughs> guys, not even that, but like, I love when they do it and then their house is like in Lakwe, like after BG. Mm. I'm like, sis, you're not even in Lagos. You know, barely in Lagos, like you're on the outskirts of Lagos. You're just Ogu So, what are you talking about? But yeah, no, definitely. I feel like that one, especially like obviously PTSD for anyone listening, trigger warning. Native land of 2019, being in that being in that pit of the gates before it broke. I remember like there were lots of like people behind me. And one thing I kept hearing from people behind me, I think there was a girl, no offense, Charlotte. I think she was definitely British. You can tell this was the first time she had been back in the world. And she was like, I'm going to sue. I'm going to sue. Everyone was like, who the fuck are you suing? Sue. Go to God, sue Mopo. Clap for yourself. <laughs> but yeah, no. I think it's ge- genuinely just a thing of like, obviously you said like, we're closer to the culture. So we kind of know everything that's like, you know, going on. Whereas the people in the diaspora, they kind of like, they want to be, they want to kind of know like, they want to be part of that, but like obviously we with our big, you know, we suffered. If people don't understand mm. that struggle, we're like, yeah. yeah, you know, that's that's what we're not finna do. Yeah. And then yeah. And I think this whole classic debate goes back to the whole thing that the grass is greener on the other side. Because it'll never we, end. Sorry, I feel like it'll never end. Cause when will it because when now say when Nigeria now gets to bloom to be what it could be, what it's gonna be, it's not gonna be a you didn't go through the struggle, so you don't get to also appreciate um this, you don't get to eat where you didn't pl- like you know what? That's, that's true. That's actually true. Yeah, it's, that's what's gonna happen. But yeah, it's going to be that thing of the grass is definitely not like you just always want what the other person has so we'll be in Nigeria, be like oh we want to be in england want to do this you want to go out whereas when you get to england they're constantly reminding you that you know go you know you start racking and they're like go back home and it's like i was born in london fuck you talking about like stuff like that <laughs> but yeah is there yeah, any- um yeah so i think just to quickly round up we'll just play a quick would you rather related to nige um mm. you know quick one quick one so um jollof rice or eba negusi eba negusi every day jollof rice i like no 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 listen i don't like eba i just don't like eba it just doesn't sit right in my throat i've it, heard that I hate- I've had it, it just doesn't sit time. right. People say the consistency of Eba is a bit strange. And you it's just, just like, oh, like I'll eat it, it, I guess. What if it was pounded jam? I love pounded jam. Every Sunday in my house, I love pounded jam and egg pounded jam and eforiru. I, I just love pounded jam and everything. Do you know what I love as well? I'm allowed. You know what? We don't have time to discuss that. We don't have time to discuss that. But anyway, you guys are so um, annoying. I'm like, on a, on a good got, day. Hot Eba and Negusi slaps. Yeah, carry on, Annie. 
Lagos or Abuja? Lagos. Lagos. Sorry to Abuja, guys. Your city does not choke. Sorry. Yeah, Abuja, but, guys. They don't think all Abuja has. All Abuja, guys. Every time we're like, Lagos is better, they're like, but we don't have traffic. Shut up. <laughs> that literally is, but we don't have I've traffic. never been. Where are they driving to? Because they have nowhere to go. <laughs> There's no concert there. Do you ever see everyone do that in December in Abuja? Somebody no. in Abuja. <laughs> it's Lagos. Okay. Um, Chapman or Malt? Chapman. Malt. What's Chapman? What? what? Like, I don't know what Chapman is. I'm not going to lie to you. I just, like, I can't like, you just like, don't like Malt? Santa, Sprite, <laughs> uh, Grenadine, Ribena, Islaps. Islaps. I didn't even know Chapman was a Nigerian thing to like I came, yeah, I was like, can I have a challenge? Like, can I have a challenge? Like, what are you talking about? And finally, Chaff. summer in Lagos or December in Lagos? That's in December, always. December. Summer is when summer is... Summer is disgusting. It's melts. That's in December. Nothing can be dirty, especially if you're in... You'll just melt. <laughs> anyway, yes, that's all we have for this episode. Thank you so much to our guest, Shala. Thank you so much for having me. This is fun. And also, you guys, Shala has a YouTube channel. So... Yeah, I didn't want to say that because now you're gonna force me to post. <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna force me to be consistent. Shala has a YouTube channel. <laughs> she care TV. Go and follow and let her post because. I have actually not seen a video in a while. And also, I've been one of her videos. I was going to so. say, I was going to say, Annie's featured in my video too. We talking something like this as well. Yeah, so, yeah. Um. So, do you want them to follow you anywhere? Do you want them to find you? Um. You can follow me on my socials, charlotte1.x. I know it's a very white name, but I'm black, I promise. Um. Yeah, just subscribe to my YouTube channel and I guess I'll post, I guess. Yeah, so... That's all we have for you guys for this episode. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Care Package Pod so you know when our next delivery is. Till next time. Bye. Bye. This package has been signed, sealed, and delivered. Thank you.